Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. We are here on a Monday right before cut day. Um, things slowly starting to trickle in today. And boys, um, I guess the X in Studio X stands for X punter Sam Martin. Um, the spin cycle was out in force for old Sam this morning. Mm, I don't think it was a spin cycle. Oh, it was. I hate it. Oh, Whoa. I hate it. I hate you, it. No spin there. You you were team Corliss <laughs> uh-huh. a day ago. Uh-huh. I was. I was because I thought it was close. Oh, uh, you, you're falling for they, the spin cycle. Thought, it's not a spin cycle. It's that a is, spin that is, cycle. It is not a spin cycle. I actually think it's really bad that this information got out there. And of course, the spin that you're talking about is that Sam yeah. wouldn't accept a pay cut. Yes. Yes. The spin. This, how is that? I think that's a really bad look for the team. So yeah. I don't think the team would want that no, out there. No, the at team all. isn't who put it out there. The the agent is who put it out there. Mm. So the oh, agent I'm... was like the the Rappaport uh, tweet, which broke the news, was absolutely hilarious because um, it was like Denver Broncos punter and all time leader in net punting and fifth best something or other last year mm-hmm. refused to take a pay cut and is thus being released by the team and it was like no that's not what happened he lost a punting competition that's what happened. he didn't lose the competition though corliss waitman was better i, I right are we all on the same page there wait you i think just it was con- a contradicted up. yourself oh sam martin didn't sam martin lost the punter competition. okay yeah he that's didn't. what i'm saying okay. okay okay yeah yeah so that's what i mean no 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 sam sam martin won sam martin oh won. yeah no that's excuse okay i think we're good now but but yeah. Wait, so wait, what are you saying? Uh, Sam Martin was better than Corliss Waitman. Okay, okay, okay. I think that throughout the preseason, throughout training camp, Sam Martin was better, and I think that's why they would have brought him back if they could get him at the same number. Yeah, See, I'm I'm buying it. 
I'm buying it because definitely. then you, you also have uh, Cliss, who we know is very close with the team, uh-huh. said that Sam Martin informed the team yesterday he will not be taking uh, a, a pay cut. And I do think that that is yep. true. Mm, I don't. Um, and I think Corliss <laughs> just beat him. Um, like, he came in. Um, I guess, it, I, I think in the games it was pretty fairly even. Um, but in practice, I was seeing Corliss hit a lot more boomers. A lot more inconsistent. And I, I will think say that, that is something that you, uh, that you do look for. And in fact, I asked Dwayne Sukes what he was looking for, and he said consistency. Yeah, well, that's that's definitely not what they went with. Like, you're going to get 42 yards consistent out of Sam Martin every time. Um, Ryan, you know why they didn't go with consistency? <laughs> because going not with consistency was cheaper because exactly, Sam Martin that's wouldn't take was. a pay cut. And you know yeah. what? No, I don't, I don't blame no. yes. I don't blame Sam Martin for <laughs> not taking uh, – I, I don't blame Sam Martin for not taking a pay cut. Did I but, say – DK percenting sponsor? I think I did. You did. You did. Yeah. About four seconds in again. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I Trust me, I'm not I'm not I'm not having to apologize to you in the future anytime. No, I had to apologize to you guys about the uh um a gym sack. Mm, yes, yes, yeah. a lot of apologies going back. We should have a, just a segment, just apolog- time for apologies. I was thinking about this. You guys this. will be apologizing to me about not being part of the wait staff. Uh, no, what are you talking I said he was going to make the team. I said he was going to be the one. I, I, I'm right there. He's, so then, he's serving me up. So then you're, yeah, you're being in, influenced by the spin cycle. It's not, it's not a spin cycle, It's right? not a spin. It's it, just it, what it, happened. It's not a spin. It's, it's what happened. And uh, but, to, Okay, so if if that news didn't come out, then you wouldn't have an issue. Correct. Yep. I, I, I that means said. you're falling for the spin cycle. It's not a spin cycle, it's though. Not a it's spin just a thing cycle. that happened. <laughs> you would have been like, yeah, he won the job. Uh, I would have said it was very close, and yeah. So, so they went with the, the younger guy. And that's exactly what happened. No. No, it They isn't. wanted to keep Sam. Yes. They wanted him to be the guy. He wouldn't take a pay cut. And uh, that's, just, that's, that's just what's out there, Ryan. I got to go with the real information. Uh, and uh, why I hate this is this team isn't Trevor Simeon, Paxton Lynch, uh, Case Keenum, at quarterback. This team is out there to win a Super Bowl. You got to be making, again, keeping the best players on your team, not trying to save $1.4 million, which is what this move did. Right, and if what... Sam was better, and if they wanted to keep him by asking him to take yep. a pay cut, they're acknowledging that Sam's better. Yep. And uh, by moving on from him, they're saying, we're just trying to save a mil. Yep. No, so I think... I think you're close. I think you're really close. But what happened here was it was almost a dead tie. Okay. And they're like, okay, well, tie goes to the cheaper, right? Okay, sure. But they were like, well, we should give the incumbent, Sam Martin, a chance to lower himself to that number. And then if he does that, then we'll keep him. He has, like, rapport with, you know, Brandon McManus. We don't, you know, we're confident in his holding abilities, that sort of stuff. And so I think that's what happened is they're like, hey, this is close. We're, you know, we're going to have the tiebreaker be the money unless you want to drop yourself down to that number. Then we'll go tiebreaker goes to the more experienced. But you said it was it was very close. You didn't say you said it was almost a tie. Who was better? I think I mean, it just depends on what you're looking for. If if you're looking for consistency, then Sam Martin was better. And that's what Dwayne Stuke mm-hmm. said. And, and there's no spin to that necessarily. That's just what he was looking for. So I think that, again, I agree with you. It was close. And I'm not furious yeah. about this, but I just don't like the added, this is an attitude of a team that's playing for the future. The Broncos should not be playing for the future. And if it was close, but one guy was better, especially when it comes to punting, 
you don't care about the punter until he shanks a 22-yard punt in week 17 and mm-hmm. it doesn't flip the field. And then you're like, well, shoot. Yeah. Yep. And that is the big concern. I mean, because they both had duds this week, but even, I mean, what? Carlos Waitman's went 40, Sam Martin's went 45. And both of them, you're just like, oh, these aren't really what you want, but it still is the misses what was are the better net, Martin. though, on those punts? I do not know the net on the punts. Um, but I do I know think that it would be important to note because a 45 yard punt that gets returned 15 is way worse than a 40 yard punt that gets returned for zero. Uh, yeah. Very yeah. True. But at the same time, like that's not all just on the punter. Like it is true that I think distance wise, they're about equal. Waitman has a little bit better hang time. He has a Martin, much bigger leg. You think so? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's hang time is better. Hang I just think better. his ability, like. In terms of like who can hit the longer punt, if they went in a ten punt competition, Corals would win by like a pretty wide margin. In my in if I were to guess, huh. just based off of what I saw in the preseason. I agree. Or I, agree. I shouldn't say you? in the preseason, okay. what I saw in practice. I, I think the the leg strength is definitely better with okay. Corliss. I still think I would. I still say it's about the same. Okay. We got yeah. I'm so happy we were having a heated debate about the punter. <laughs> <laughs> and it's segment awesome. one, of course. Rules. <laughs> <laughs> but Hank, to to. Uh, I think regardless uh, of the the strength, the uh, accuracy and the placement is is way better with Sam Martin. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah I think but, that, and then he hits the ball more consistently too. Yeah. I mean, I think there's like, you can talk yourself into it as a GM being like, we're going to save money. He's clearly like, I, I think it's funny to talk about the punter, but he has the higher upside. Uh, and, you know, like you... Where I would hate this is if Dwayne Stukes came out, you know, next time he talks and he's like, yeah, like, we'll see what happens. You know, he's like not in. Because I felt like from day one, that's where he was leaning. Was toward Corliss? Yep. I mean, the the fact that they kept him around this whole time showed that they, it was close Mm -hmm. and, and that they wanted him. How about this, though? What about a little Brett Kern action rejoining the Broncos. I love Kern. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, sign me up. Like, you know, as much as I, uh, cordless crew for life. Uh, shout You're out, willing to ditch him Shout instantly. out to the wait staff. Um, I, uh, you, you obviously take the, you know, the experienced punter who's been one of the best punters in the NFL for years and years. Yeah, the three-time Pro yeah. Bowler. Uh, made that three times in a row going back five years. The past two years, he still averaged 45 yards a punt this past year. He's got the juice. He's got the juice. And then do you <laughs> reverse? Was, did I miss something there? The juice? Are you familiar with like the um, social media trend that's sweeping the nation? No, I guess not. You're not in on <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. Oh, you know what? Everybody Monica keeps... did say that one time, and I was yeah. like, oh, okay. I don't get so it at all. So I love corn. Yeah. Big lump with knobs. <laughs> it's got the juice. Can't imagine a more beautiful thing. Wow. No, not none of it's hitting. You should you should check that out. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's really good. You it's really should. Content. <laughs> I see. So very good job combining those two things there. That's why I said I love corn. <laughs> right. Yeah. I thought, um, I thought that had to be a social media trend. Yeah. 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 What's <laughs> funny is that the Titans like two days ago did a parody oh, of that man. where they said we love kern <laughs> and then they cut him they just oh. love csu rams more yeah i mean you know again they're doing the exact same thing <laughs> that the broncos are doing or they're just taking the cheaper punter i don't think yep. i saw a report come out though about the titans asking kern to take a take a discount a pay cut 
I don't <laughs> I, think they tried to throw that spin out there. Yeah, I mean, maybe you aren't paying attention to the spin close enough. I bet you, um, or they just had so much respect for Kern um, that mm. they didn't want to ask for a pay cut. That's mm. probably it. <laughs> Too much respect for the punter. Because I got to say, speed, I mean, this is going even further down this the rabbit hole. The did the same thing with uh, Britton Colquitt. Was it? Yeah, it was Britton. And they probably shouldn't have. Um, Not that anything that happened. It was Britton Colquitt or matters, Riley but... Dixon, mm-hmm. and they asked Britton Colquitt to take a pay cut. He said no, and they went with Riley Dixon. Oh, I don't know Riley Dixon. I mean, he he was uh, a championship punter last year. <laughs> he was Riley Dixon was dope. I was kind of pissed when they got rid of him. Yeah, yeah. Broncos have now made what, a couple what? mistakes getting. Oh, rid of they punters. got rid of him for Marquette King. Yep, yep, yep. Exactly. And exactly. then Marquette King flamed out. Uh, fought with media yeah. and Multiple was gone times. quickly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but and then we, oh, wow, the punting saga. Then Colby Wadman yeah. hasn't been good. No way. How it, long is Corliss waiting here? Over under season and a half? It's like week Shh. eight of next year? Uh, there's a chance he's not even here tomorrow. Uh, that, no. That's what I was just going <laughs> to say. When it comes to the three specialists, we know Brandon McManus is going to be here. I yep. think there's 0% chance that Jacob Obenmeyer oh, is wow. here. I think he's probably going to make the roster. And then on Wednesday, they're going to bring another long snapper in and he's going to be out. And I wouldn't be shocked if that happens <laughs> at punter as well. Yeah. The thing is, if saving money at punter is a priority, you're not going to get Brett Kern for the vet men. But why? You shouldn't be saving money when you're in this stance right now. I agree. You're not going to go and spend yeah. $7 million on exactly. Brett Kern, obviously. But if it's $2.5 million that you're going to pay for Sam, yeah, just give that to uh, to Brett. Maybe that's the play here. Yeah. Also, man, being a punter sucks. Like, Brett Kern. Oh, whoa, I don't know about that. <laughs> I just mean, like, he, like, all he's done is be essentially the best punter in the league for the titans and they're just like oh we're gonna draft we're gonna draft over you (laughs) Um, to get a younger cheaper guy Mm -hmm. wow i mean that's exactly how long snapper should be yeah it should be like that yep and it's the same thing the bills did um they were just idiots like oh yes exactly i mean they just were like i mean think about this you're upset that the broncos are trying to save a couple million uh at punter the, the Bills were trying to do the same thing, but they were willing to sit back and wait on a rape accusation Oof. to potentially save a couple million dollars and potentially like get a couple feet, a couple yards of field position. They uh, 100% deserve that they lost their other punter yes. right before this came out. Which again, yeah. like, what? Yep. We now know, <laughs> I think, that they knew about it in July at some point. Yep. He's a July they, 31st. They still cut Hawk? Go go everyone but the Bills this year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and the Browns, I would say. Oh, yep, oh, yep, yep, yep. Oh, do they, <laughs> wow. do they play this year? Yeah, it's crazy. At least they actually cut uh, it's true. the punter. It's very true. Didn't instead of giving him a $450 million contract. <laughs> Yikes. Wow, it is crazy. I haven't thought about the Browns at all this week. No. Just, just been like, yeah, hope the Titans have bad things happen. The Bills, sorry. Now you, hope, uh, <laughs> now you hope LaVisca runs all over the Browns week one. Oh, dude, Baker, revenge game. I'm so in on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's going off. 350, yep. three tuds, no picks. Oh, I, I would not bet against it. Hell yeah. And then he's probably just going to be okay the rest of the year. All right, any other punting takes? Uh, No, I think I think that's it. I think that's all my hate. All right. I don't Fair think enough. I hate any mm-hmm. of the other moves. The uh, There's five other official moves. I'm going to read a name. You guys can give a reaction or not. Okay. 
Cornerback Bless Austin. God bless. I, he will, I could have expected that one. <laughs> he'll he'll go somewhere though. I, I think that there'll be a team that needs somebody who's who's played a bunch of football. I bet he'll so, go somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Who he'll, knows if it's he was doomed and they gave him number 38. Mm, yeah, that's a tough 17 one. starts in three seasons. Somebody will want him. Okay. Uh, Jaquan Hardy, running back. Nobody's Better last week. going to want him. Yeah. Ozigbo. Uh, <laughs> Divine Ozigbo. Uh, he jumped him. He, yes. He's going to be a practice squad player. Yep. Unless, lo- how old is Divine Ozigbo? 24. My God, he looks 38. <laughs> Does it? Does he have Pac-Man? Uh, not quite. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but he just like looks like I don't know how to explain it. Like when you see him on the sideline, he looks like a grown ass adult who just like has his life together. <laughs> oh wow, that's impressive. 25. Okay. 25. Yeah. Still, yeah. He's a rookie, right? Uh, no. No. He's no, been... he's a second year guy, right? No. 2019. Yeah, he's, he's been around for a bit. He's a third year guy. He just kept going yep. with that. Okay. Um, Pretty sure he was four. on the team when the Buffs marched into Lincoln and beat them. He was. Mm. He was on the bots. No, no, he was, he was on, on the, Nebraska. The, yeah. yeah, of course, of course. Um, Jeremiah Gemmel. I kind of thought he looked kind of nice out there the other night. Yeah, I think he's a practice squad guy. Isn't yeah. this an early cut for a practice squad guy? Yeah, it is. And uh, that's a reason why the Broncos, in my opinion, haven't made very many cuts right now, is they're going to wait until tomorrow so that guys aren't on waivers tomorrow. They can kind of hopefully get through and just be the clump of like 600 guys that's going to be released tomorrow so they can have a better chance of getting through waivers. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I think it makes perfect sense. Like just throw them all into the, into the pile and hope that, you know, no one notices them if they're, if you like them. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's what's going to happen with him. Uh, yep. Sebastian Gutierrez. Can you tell me what position? Offensive line. Hey, impressive. <laughs> um, can't say a single thing you did. Nope. Like, can't no. remember a positive play, a negative play. I can't either. I agree. And then finally, Donnie Lewis Jr. He had a tough time. He's got a great career ahead of, <laughs> great career ahead of him as a boxer. Mm, yep, yep, yes. yep. All-time name. Yeah, perfect yes. boxing name. Yep, yep. What's his nickname? Like, maybe just the Don. Yeah. Donnie. Yeah. Yeah, he is a boxing. Uh-huh. It, yeah. I, isn't that... I think there's a boxing movie where the main character's name is Donnie. Okay. Like with Mark Wahlberg? Yes, that's the one I was oh, thinking Oh, that's of. probably it. <laughs> yeah. Are they in Philly, probably? I mean... Or Boston. I mean, every it's one of those two. It's a <laughs> boxing movie. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I thought you would. Who, Donnie Lewis Jr.? <laughs> <laughs> DLJ. He'll be missed. He'll be missed. <laughs> he certainly will be missed. Something you don't want to miss oh. is our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. And by the way, we got breaking news. Something we were going to talk about, which we'll talk about right after this. Over at DraftKings Sportsbook, Whoa. football is almost back. College is obviously here, but the NFL is almost back. And to celebrate the return, they're giving you a great deal. You bet $5 on any NFL game, win or lose, you get $200 in free bets in your account instantly. That's by using code DNVR over at DraftKings Sportsbook for new customers. And guys, there are so many things to bet on to get $200 free dollars. Broncos, 
That's one way I'm going. I'm going to get to my DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week in just one second. But first, you got to head over to the App Store now. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get $200 in free bets by placing a $5 bet on any NFL team. Win or lose, you get those $200 in your account over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New, com- new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Real quick recap. Last week's pick of the week. Uh, we all dominated. Yes, we did. I think, at least. We definitely gave out fade for Osti, fade Nebraska. We did uh, points and money line. Yeah, we sure did. So let's and hop into our DraftKings Sportsbook Pick of the Week. It. And Ryan, you were all over this one a couple of weeks back. Now is the last time that you can get in on this one. Denver Broncos, six and a half point favorites going into Seattle in just two weeks from today. It's still under seven. I still think, really, honestly, whatever the line goes to, you should still take the Broncos. But with it under seven, I still really, really like it. Yeah, um, a full point move uh, move off of Geno being named the starter. So they were holding the reins back a little bit. They had a little, like, Drew Locke revenge game fear, like mm-hmm. we all did. Um, and then as soon as they named Geno the starter, they're like, okay, now that that's out, let's go uh, six and a half. It went from five and a half to six and a half. And I think it's a great pick. I, I wish if you didn't get it like at, I wish you would have got it at four and a half when I gave it out. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I've been making bets and just parlaying that on the end. Mm, so now I'm just like building it up it. for that game. Oh, but actually the money line. Because if you just throw that little bit, I'm confident in that. Like yeah. that'll happen. Yeah. Spread's good too, but I, uh, they're not going to lose. Speaking um, of money lines. Okay. Um, Sure, I'll give out the money line. Buffs money line at home. <laughs> Man. Friday night, under the lights, 8 p.m. start. Students perfectly liquored up. Mm. Um, Me too. For the first yeah. game of the season. I also will be perfect. <laughs> Maybe even beyond perfect. Um, ready to just get rowdy. It's going to be a great crowd. Uh, you know, one thing that we learned last year is like people are we're ready for football. And I think the same thing is going to happen again this year. Um, so what's the money line? Cause they're the plus money 11, line is right? Plus three eighty. It has Woo! moved to 13 and a half. <laughs> wow. 13 and a half. Well, you know, Nebraska, uh, or Northwestern over the weekend was plus 400. Yep. Mm-hmm. And 13 and a half point dogs. <laughs> yeah. There you so go. There you go. Um, there you go. You're not Homer though. Are you? No. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah. That's just good. Good football betting. But I do like the 13 and a half. If you want to be safer. There we go. I love it. Hank, what are you going with? Uh, I'll take the Utah money line against Florida. Okay. Florida's not good. Utah's really good. It's what? minus 155. Okay. So it's not it's not great juice, but they're going to win. So there you go. be more money you had before. Urban Meyer Bowl. Mm. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about him. <laughs> he, hopefully he'll be covering Well, hopefully he won't be covering the game, but yeah, Fox I think hired he is. him again. Yeah, he's back wow. on. Wow. It's like, what a boring person. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. Who wants that? I d- no With one. a lot of baggage, too. Right. Now. right. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like holding out for a punter. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay. So, news just breaking. Wait. Well, no. Oh, okay. We okay. have a new partner, and that's sports fan. That's the news. Hey, <laughs> it's perfect. You um, liar. That's the spin zone right that's there. That's the news. I don't know what you're talking about. That's what I was going to say. A lot of you have come to some of our tailgates right off of Federal and 18th. That's actually in the sports fan parking lot. Um, there's one location right there. There's locations all around town. Um, Park Meadows Mall. There's two on the 16th Street Mall. Um, and obviously the one I just talked about. They've got all sorts of different beer, uh, gear. They've got exclusive hats. They've got apparel, accessories. Um, 
And uh, some of these products are products that you can only get at Sports Fan. Uh, you can get opposing team gear if you're into that, but I don't don't do that. Uh, so just go get some Broncos <laughs> like, gear. That's like, the place to go. Sports Fan is for. You got to bring your like lame friend in from out of town, right? And like they forgot a jacket or something, yeah. and then they can go get one for their stupid team. Or if you want to get Kobe Bryant Rockies jersey, oh, <laughs> wow, a little inside tailgate joke. There. Um, yeah, Ooh. actually, Sports Fan is really sick. Like, yeah. not only do they have just, like, the standard stuff that you would see at the team store, but it goes, like, way beyond it. Like, they have Steve Atwater jerseys in there. Um, I think I've seen a Floyd Little in there. Mm. Um, uh, you know, anything you need, great hats, great shirts, all that good stuff. It's great over there. And also, speaking of great, here, us, at DDNVR, <laughs> we got stuff going on on the website, DDNVR.com. If you want to read all about Damani Leach, got a piece up there right now in the bar. Yep. The bar is close. We are close mm-hmm. to unveiling the new DNVR bar. You got to come check it out. You should go follow them on Instagram at DNVR underscore bar, I believe, because they've got a countdown. It's just DNVR bar straight across. All right. Well, go check them out on Instagram because they are posting pictures of what the bar is looking like. They are just posted a countdown with some very important information. So definitely go check all of that out. Yep. Heck DNVR yeah. bar just... All one word. There we go. I love it. Okay, Ryan, tell us about the second breaking news that Henry so rudely interrupted Mm. you about the first breaking news. Okay, so the second breaking news is that we listened to um, what people had to say uh, about the tailgate. We've got a great, (laughs) great deal for members. Oh, So if you're coming to tailgates this year, you're going to want to be a DNVR member. That's what I'm going to say. Oh, okay. When do we find out? Uh, Probably like tomorrow. Wait, I thought that was breaking news. That's, That's a breaking tease. That, that is... Yeah, no, the breaking news. news is that there's a great deal. Okay, a great deal coming for DNVR members, so make sure <laughs> to become a member of ours. Ryan, now that we've got the two breaking news out of the way, give us the third breaking news. Well, I'm not equipped to do that, so let me throw it to Zach in sports <laughs> who handles breaking news for us. Well, Ryan, thanks for tossing it my way. Uh, the... Uh, San Francisco 49ers have made a deal involving Jimmy Garoppolo. He's staying put in San Francisco, reaching a restructured contract that will keep him out of playing against the Broncos in week one. Okay, so a lot to unpack here. First of all, is like I legitimately had a little bit of worry today that the Broncos are going to have to face um, Jimmy G in week one. And basically the way it was being reported, it's like this, the 49ers and Seahawks had talked about a trade. Um, the 49ers did not want to trade him to the Seahawks. They also play them week two. And additionally, that they could save like $23 million if they just cut him. And I was like, oh, no, they're going to cut him. The Seahawks are going to sign him. The Broncos mm. are going to have to face him week one, which is obviously – you know, maybe not something you should worry about, but it's way worse than going up against uh, Geno Smith. So that that's off the table. The other thing is the main reason people weren't trading for Jimmy G was because of his salary. Yeah. So I'm kind of mm-hmm. curious if this is a restructure to then set up a trade. Oh, interesting. So the restructure is it puts his base salary at six and a half million dollars with an additional ten million dollars in incentives if he plays. So it could boost his salary up to sixteen, sixteen and a half million dollars if he plays this year. And okay. there's a no trade clause in it. And a no tag clause. So they have to keep him after the season or they can't tag him after the right. season. But I mean, no trade clauses can be waived. True. Right. That being said, I don't think that's the main ideal uh idea here. What's 
good for the Broncos, I think, is that they play the 49ers early in the season when Trey Lance is still going to have a little bit of a longer leash. Um, But my biggest takeaway from this is that Jimmy G is saying, that guy sucks so much that I'm willing to stay here because I think it's only a matter of time before I'm the starter again. I also think it's the 49ers saying, this guy sucks so much. We've got to have Jimmy G here to come save us because this isn't Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch just getting to take a flyer on on um, uh, Trey Lance. No, he has to hit or they have to hit at the quarterback position. Really, honestly, their only chance is with Jimmy Garoppolo if Trey Lance doesn't work. So this, to me, is really bad news for Trey Lance and 49ers fans that are hopeful for him. And they've just been taking such big swings at the position. Like, Let's not forget, they made Jimmy Garoppolo the highest-paid quarterback in football. After seven starts? Yep. Seven yep. starts? And I think, were they undefeated? I think yep, they I went think they seven. Were. I don't know. So, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, they, they had a lot, like, a lot to be excited about. He's also gone to a Super Bowl with them and an NFC Championship game with them. Like, his accomplishments are severely underappreciated, I think. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But they said not good enough, which I think they're right about. Uh, not quite good enough to win you a Super Bowl. <laughs> and decided to go, like... Big swing on Trey Lance, um, and there's already like been reports that there was uh, disagreements internally about that, and it's just like, man, they're really mismanaging this. Because Kyle Shanahan is very clearly an awesome football coach. Mm-hmm. Like the fact, the coaching job that he did to get them to the Super Bowl in the first place, and the coaching job that he did to get them to the NFC Championship last year, really impressive. He schemes it up better than just about anyone, uh, maybe anyone. It's gonna be really awkward though bringing him back. Like, I mean, they they didn't give him a playbook during camp. He wasn't out there on the field practicing. He, he also, would... like, ghosted them for weeks on end. I yeah. love it. I love it. But, like, drama. he would just go out there and do his own workouts. He wouldn't go to practice. He wasn't going to the meetings or anything. Like, yeah. it's almost like they're just adding a new player now, and it's going to be... Like, I can't, that'd just be very uncomfortable right, to be a part like, of. Hey, Jimmy, good to see you, <laughs> Like, here's your playbook that we withheld. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love it. And, and not only the fact that Trey Lance is uh, going to have a long leash when the Broncos play him in week three, um, but there's potentially still going to be some drama floating around there because we're only talking like a month away until this game between them. Uh, and Trey Lance is also still going to be extremely fresh and raw. Now, we know what that can be. We saw what Patrick Mahomes did his first year as a starter, um, and that was really bad for opposing teams. I don't think Trey Lance is going to be that, so I think it's going to be a, a lot better for the Broncos' defense. Yeah, how long is the Trey Lance leash? I mean, they... A year if, and a half. Okay, so... From now. He's the starter as long as healthy through all 16 mm-hmm. or 17 games this season. I think so. I think he's got for they traded three first round picks. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I mean, when, when you talk about Kyle Shanahan being such a good coach, uh, what it makes me think of is, is his downfall going to be just like his dad's downfall? Mike Shanahan, great coach, but it was the decisions that he made as a general manager that took him down. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, he also did a pretty good job at the quarterback position in Denver. Like, obviously, post-John Elway, they didn't have a great plan for how they were going to replace him. But then you get Jake Plummer, and then you get Jay Cutler. Like, on the on the grand scheme of things, were those guys Super Bowl caliber quarterbacks? No, but they did a pretty good job of, mm-hmm. like, not being in quarterback purgatory at the very least. Yeah. And when we're talking about Trey Lance's leash, I think – it's got to be long because you can't expect Robert him to be Griffin good. And Kirk Cousins in Washington. 
Pretty good. Yep. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> pretty good. But not, yeah. Um, I think. Yeah, I, I guess I shouldn't have said pretty good. I mean, Robert Griffin's rookie of the year, and then he gets hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then True. Kirk Cousins is like essentially Jake Plummer. He's a $45 million quarterback. Mm. Jake Plummer he's, could make plays that weren't told to him. He's good. Kirk Cousins is good. Henry. Kirk Cousins is not good. Oh my God. He's definitely good. Oh, he's he's just great, a, he's a football playing robot. He'll do what he's told and he won't do anything more than that. Um, I'm telling you, dude, if he just smoked weed, you, you would think he was cool. Oh my goodness. If he, could, he was good. if he could make a play on the run to a receiver, he's also on the run. If he could get up to the line of scrimmage and say, hey, run a little slant here, that, hey, then he'd be good. Hey, if Drew Locke did what the coaches asked him to do, he'd be good as well. <laughs> he'd be really good. Yeah. <laughs> he'd be really good. But yeah, I mean, Trey Lance, like, You've never seen the Josh Allen career arc before. You kind of have to bank on something like that with Trey Lance. Like, just given that he is so raw and has the exact same skill set, basically, as Josh Allen, like, that's that's not going to click quickly. There are going to be some really, really, really ugly mistakes. I think back to, like, Josh Allen when he's running forward and just picks up the first down, decides to pitch the ball back oh, when there's three yeah. people on him. Just like, what the hell are you doing? Like, just those stupid things... Trey Lance is going to have some of those, and it's going to take, I think, some time to get out. Now, if he gets all those out of him in the first month, they'll be good to go, but it's probably going to be more It's like a full-year process. And I think so. You're right. They pretty much have to cross their fingers, put on Josh Allen rookie year tape, <laughs> and just be like, for the love of God, let's just see if we can like write down a couple things each week that line up with a couple things that Josh <laughs> Allen was doing each yeah, week, right. and just hope and see... Like I'd be calling up, you know, the co- the coaching staff in Buffalo and just being like, "What did you see? Like, what do we need to look for? What were the signs <laughs> yep. that that showed you that he was going to eventually break out?" Because that's why I fell in love with Trey Lance in the draft process. Is this looks like Josh Allen? You know, massive arms, super, uh, you know, super escapable from the pocket, mm-hmm. like all of those things. And it is like a wake up call when you remember, like, well, Josh Allen just magically turned into a, like an elite quarterback almost overnight at one point completed 48 percent of his passes at juco yeah and <laughs> one thing that i loved about trey lance was he had the physical stuff but he also had the mental stuff from everything we heard yep. but it doesn't just mean that you get on the football field and it all clicks no we saw peyton manning set the interception record his first year mm-hmm. but then he did have the mental capability to then come around and change it that's why this 49ers game initially it's like, oh boy, this is gonna be tough. Prime time. The Broncos should win this game. They should. They should easily be three and zero unless Nick Bosa goes off and completely Next ruins game. game, which he's he's certainly capable of. But in terms of the quarterbacks, Trey Lance should still be extremely raw, and there's no way Jimmy gets in that game. Yeah, I mean, I would also, if I'm the 49ers, or if I was, you know, the Broncos, I'd go back and look at early Cam Newton tape because I feel like that's how they should be using him, like QB power and all that stuff. Like, I think that's your best chance of success this year, but then you're also taking your franchise quarterback that you put three yeah. first-round picks on the line for and putting his body on the line every week. That being said, this is a dude who ran the ball hundreds and hundreds of times in college. You you, you could not have drafted him with the idea of, like, we're going to protect this guy. Right. It's like we're going to trust his body to hold up. And for Cam Newton, that worked for many years. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to just make him be a pocket passer. Right, exactly. And, and honestly, you have to, like, lean into the – what were his run, run versus pass numbers in college, Henry? Uh, 208 208- – or no, 318 attempts, 208 completions, 192 rushing attempts. Almost as many rushing attempts as completions. Yep. Like, like, you're coming from North Dakota State. Like, he's smart, 
But you also, that's half of it. The other half is you need to see a lot of football and learn how to be football smart. He just hands the ball off at North Dakota State. And he was only a starter for one season. And he didn't play much football in high school. And he also doesn't, didn't play last year. So, like, you're not, he's not seeing any other defenses. Like, he doesn't know what he's doing. I think it's going to be ugly. I think what Jimmy G is counting on is we're going to be, you know, around 500 halfway through the season and the coaches coaching staff is just going to be banging their heads against the wall saying if we had competent quarterback play would be six and two right now and they're just going to say like you know what fine go ahead jimmy man what a mistake that would be they they, especially if they're not completely falling off the rails they got to stick with trey lance or ryan there's jimmy's saying trey lance is going to be hit by a lot of nfl dudes this year he could get injured. I hope that doesn't happen. I'm touching wood for him. But if he gets injured, then I go in there and I take the team from five and five to making the playoffs. Then I'm going to either get paid a ton by them or I'm going to get paid by someone else. Man, yeah. I think that a lot of teams are saying if Kyle Shanahan, like, could, could we possibly get more out of Jimmy G than Kyle Shanahan can? And I, I think a lot of coaches are stupid. But I think they're probably in their head being like, I don't think we can get more out of Jimmy G than mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan can. And so we that's his ceiling. Um, and they're over there saying, like, this is not good enough for us to win a Super Bowl. And so no one else wants him. Unless then uh, they wait for a starter to go down and then they try to trade him for a second or, or some big leverage. And then Jimmy would accept that and waive his no trade clause because he go to get get to be a starter for a team that's mm-hmm. trying to contend. Yeah, for sure. Like I could see it like with like the Cowboys or something. Right. Yep, exactly. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, the Broncos don't have to face him in week one. However, even if the Broncos did have to face him in week one against the Seattle Seahawks, I wouldn't be worried. Now, he is an upgrade over Geno Smith. Right. But Probably with, moves the line back to four and a half. But with two weeks exactly. before the game. Especially for him. Yeah, that to me, I just yeah, especially for him, a guy that hasn't been around football this year, uh, that just it wouldn't scare me. No, it wouldn't scare me. It would just mean like it would make me think like okay, the defense is gonna really have to be like on their p's and q's, or else there's gonna be some long like eleven, twelve, thirteen play drives that go down and score. Hmm, I'm worried about the Trey Lance seventy-five yard touchdown ball against the Broncos, but then I think it could be followed up with two interceptions. Yep. Yeah, you're right. I mean. The way that Trey Lance, like even just the situation in in San Francisco, should tell you the Broncos should be three and zero. Yeah, they really should be. And it's just mm-hmm. kind of thinking about last year. We said the Broncos should be three and zero, and they certainly were. Now the Broncos didn't have Russell Wilson last year to continue that momentum, but we really should be looking at another good start. All right, boys, tell me about Damani Leach. Oh man, I gotta tell you, I think the Broncos hired a great person for this role, and it just makes me think about the future of this organization. So far, George Payton, it seems like he is crushing the football side of the ops. And you look at his counterpart, who is now Damani Leach, seems like he has his head on straight and is going to be uh, running this team in a great direction. And then the guy that both of those guys are going to be reporting to, Greg Penner and the Walton Penner group, just, I mean, the richest owners, seems like the Broncos are set up for so much success moving forward. Yeah, I think it makes sense to get somebody like Damani Leach with his background when you are Greg Penner. Like, you know, you're coming in, you don't really know football. Well, he's been in the league office for eight years. And, and so, yeah. like, he's seen everything. He's been a part of all those conversations. You know, sometimes it's fun to find, like, an outsider, somebody who came up in one of the franchise, whatever. I think that just going straight to the league office, somebody who's kind of paid attention to everything that happens everywhere, should have a really good grasp on what needs to be done. 
Yeah, and so that, that really the only concern you would have with his background is that he's never been with a team True. individually. Uh, he started off, he was a, a uh, an intern with the PGA, and then he was in the NCAA, obviously just on that side, wasn't with the school, then moved into the NFL League office and has been with them. Uh, and with Greg Penner not having any background within an NFL organization, that would be the only concern here. But Damani Leach, just the leader he is and the experience he is, uh, I wouldn't be concerned about that at all. He graduated from Princeton. He played football in Princeton. Uh, his wife is a professor from Princeton. Right, I huh? mean, they, their, their daughter is going Don't to the us. University of Chicago. So, I mean, he, he's just he's got everything going in the right mm-hmm. direction. Uh, and he is going to lead the business side. The stadium side, which is interesting, we'll talk about that in a second, and he is not going to overlap with the football operations. So he and George Payton are side by side, that one of them's not in front of the other. Hopefully he doesn't leech off of taxpayer money to build a new stadium. (laughs) (laughs) That would be Greg Penner doing that if he he did that. Uh, But kind of the, the, the two things that I think people want to know is stadium. Yep. He said, guess what he called Empire Field Mile High today? Mile High. No, 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 no. Uh, guess how he classified it. Uh, world class. Ah, world yep. class stadium, yes. And then he followed it up by saying, uh, that is one of my jobs is to uh, explore evaluate that and it. evaluate. And so to me, that was bad news for the keep it in Denver. Now, he could be evaluating it and, and turn around and say, yeah, it's a world class stadium. We're going to keep it here. Or he could mean, I'm going to evaluate the land out by DIA. We're going to see how affordable we can get it, how much we can get. Uh, so to me, he did say world-class, and then he followed it up right away with a, a pretty big disclaimer. Um, he, real quick, I want to say my my favorite thing he said when asked, like, why did you leave the league office to come to a team? He just said it's about winning. And, like, I have to imagine that's a real thing. Yeah. You know, like, you can't win in the league office. Nope. But when you're on a team, like – like you live and die on Sundays and that's what football is all about. Like it must just be weird to just like work for the league and be like, hope the league has a good week this week. Like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. the league always has a good week. Well, most I mean, of the time yeah. I, when it comes to football games, they typically do. Right. But like your wins and losses are like TV ratings and like criminal cases. Yeah. 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 And that, that just can't be that fun. No, no. And you're right. That's exactly what he said right away was winning. That's great. That, that excites me. One thing I thought about this week, this is going to be the first time I ever um, state a real problem I have with the stadium. Mm. Um, as I mentioned on the post-game show, got to sit in the Chisholm family seats. Mm-hmm. Um, best seats in the house. Shout out the whole Chisholm family. Sounds like you have a big problem with them, though. No, well, no. <laughs> My problem is, if you're building a stadium, let's say there's three levels... Make it very obvious how you go from one level to the next. Uh-huh. And then once you get on that level, you need to be able to walk around the entire level 360 degrees. Mm. Um, getting, like, if you are a new, for lack of a better term, a new user of the Bronco Stadium, getting to your seats is a massive pain in the ass. Yeah, it sounds like you've had a, you got to tell us about your experience. Well, it's just you walk in and it's like, if you don't know exactly where to go, you can end up going the wrong way. So then you're like, walk, you're like, oh yeah, like we're, we're on ground level, right? Like we should be going like to the right and then you would like the seats would be over here. But no, you're going to go all the way down from what's ground level. You got to go underground to then get to like the bottom level, which isn't actually underground. It's just lower on the hill. Because if you think about like where the, oh. you know, the stadium is built on a hill. Right, right. Um, so you got to walk down and then get to your seats. And it's just like, you should just be able to walk in and you're just on the concourse <laughs> and then you just walk around to your seats. 
You know, all these ramps and stuff is not doing it for me. <laughs> <laughs> they do need better signs. Henry, you should have given him a, uh, a map. Yeah, we'll draw a map yeah, next yeah, time. Yeah, we, we, we figured it out very easily. <laughs> um, but I'm just saying, like, newbies mm-hmm. might have uh, an issue. Also, like, getting you. out of the stadium, we use, like, a, an expert-level trick on Ali's suggestion to just, like, go on the elevators to the club level, and then you just walk right out, the, right out of the stadium mm. um, towards where the tailgate Smart. is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's one you guys can take home with you when you're, like, going to get back on the bus this year. Instead of doing the ramps thing, just take the elevator up to the second floor. Boom, you're oh, Allie the genius right there. Uh, speaking of uh, other things he said and hinted at, uniforms. Henry, to me, it was pretty clear they are going to be getting, getting new yeah. uniforms. Now, I don't expect it to be within the next month, obviously not for this season, but that is something that I would very much expect come next off season that the Broncos are unveiling new uniforms or in the process of getting fan feedback about yeah. new uniforms because when Damani was asked about it, he said, I don't want to make any decisions and announcements day one, uh, but you, you got to be forward thinking and you got to do what the fans want. And I think fans are ready for change. And I think that's very, very clear to Greg Penner uh, mm-hmm. and Damani Leach. And what Greg Penner said was the main thing I've learned in a few weeks is that there are a lot of opinions of the uniforms. I've not formed any conclusions yet. I realized, like, uh, I think highly of myself, but um, I legitimately don't think there's a better person to talk to in the world about what the Broncos' new uniforms should look no. like than me. Wow. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> yep. Some of your uniform takes, I'm not, I don't know. I have some questions. Yeah, I'm not really trying to appeal to you. <laughs> You're trying to appeal to Greg Penner? I'm just like, like my decision would make would hit the lowest common denominator like the most people would like it like you're never gonna make everyone happy well what's your pitch i mean we've talked about it before but essentially it's just like an updated version of the old ones yeah so that's actually pretty good thank you thank you yeah (laughs) and that's what they said too i i think uh damani you can't go all the way back those were bad luck you never won any super bowls in them you have to move forward from what you have now because it's just frankly ugly and you can just marry the two things together i personally am team keep the navy blue um so keep navy blue take the old uniform concept update the d but not in like a intrusive way like one of the best things about that d is it was like looked hand drawn so don't give me some like computerized weird looking bronco thing like keep the like the character character of it exactly um don't do anything with the current bronco head like don't try to like repurpose that in any way like we just have to go away from that um and uh and bring back the d my only argument is that it has to be orange the stadium looks so good when everybody's wearing orange i'm okay with keeping orange as as a big part of the colors i'm just saying like navy blue not royal blue Uh oh Oh, give me the royal. Yeah, give me yeah, the royal. Yeah, no. yeah. let's give let's me be forward-thinking. You're royal. too much. You're too far in the past, Ryan. How do you no, feel? that's going in the past would be going to the uniforms from the '80s. Oh, you're, you're talking not... about way in the. I thought you said you can't go way in the past. No, I'm saying keep the navy. Okay. The navy is the best part of the current uniform. No, 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 no. no. I like the royal. Uh, yeah, blue. I like the royal. Okay, well, you guys are just wrong. <laughs> but that's why I'm the expert here. <laughs> no. I hate it. There's okay. so many. The problem with the NBA year. is just changing it every year. And I get they're just mm-hmm. doing it to just leech money off of people. Uh, but it's awful. Like once the Nuggets had the black skylines. It's like, why did we give those up? Just keep those forever. Yeah. Like, oh, that's our alternate uniform. Cool. We There's never no, need oh. to change. 
God, that's so bad. I can't. Also, apparently, they they're uh, the the Mile High City ones are going away this year. Yeah. Which again, it's like that's the best one they we had last every year. Every year, it's so stupid. Yeah. It's no, terrible. the Mile High City one had been around for like three ish years. But yeah, I mean, the other thing Damani Leach said was that you have to try and balance history and tradition, and three Super Bowls wearing this uniform. Yep. But understanding that tastes evolved. Navy you know, so equals Super Bowls. It's a very clear like formula. <laughs> <laughs> Except that they won the year they went orange. No, it wasn't the year. That was three years later. It doesn't matter. Navy was a part of it. Orange has always been a part of everything. Oh. Except for the brown and yellow days. Um, Bring those back, baby. But <laughs> orange is, the, is what has never changed. So that's not a variable that affected Super Bowls. As soon as you went to navy blue, boom, Super Bowls. Obvious choice. A really cool thing that he said was his first experience with Broncos country was the 2015 AFC championship game where of course the Broncos beat the Patriots 20 to 18 with the dramatic ending in the end zone Mm -hmm. with the the Pats going for two and not getting it and that's a really cool first experience to have within the team that you're going to work for. I would venture to guess um, because of like athletic greens and adaptogens, humans have gotten louder over time. Mm. Um, And so I would say that's the loudest moment in um, Denver football history. That was uh, what the media told him, uh, or at least in the new stadium. Yeah. I mean, I, I believe it. Like, I just think like, again, pro recency bias, um, that, that had to be the loudest moment ever. Yeah. Very well. Could have been. Hell yeah. Tom Brady. Peyton Manning's last game against Tom. Honestly, an epic game. Tom's looking old. Like, literally just Oof. in the face. I'm scared for him. He's Something some is going on. Yeah. He's he looks bad. Stuff. Yeah. I don't know if it's just like weird plastic surgery, <laughs> weird drugs. Weird yeah. stuff is happening. He looks sick. Like, yeah, he, he does. Looks, Maybe he's weird. trying the Aaron Rodgers. And for everyone, that doesn't probably work out. Yeah, that is true. Can't be doing the... Um, oh, God. What was that thing called? Ashwagandha? The, no, not the cleanse. The Oh, yeah. It starts with a P, right? Ayahuasca. No, ayahuasca uh, is the drug. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, Panchakarma? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Panchakarma cleanse. Tom's quote was great, though. What? You know, I'm 45. There's a lot of shit going on. I know. And I was like, yeah, dude, go home. Right, right. <laughs> Nobody here. Giselle wants you. Yeah, dude, like, we know. A lot of sh- you're 45. You've got a lot of shit going on. Leave football. <laughs> what is he still doing here? I I don't know. Just I mean, he's still really good. Yep. Um, so yeah, there you go. Uh, anything else? Anything else on Damani? That was, uh, that, that was it. I think the Broncos are in really good hands. I have one thing I want to say. Um, and, and I wish this isn't something that needed to be brought up, but it is. I think I, I commend the Broncos new ownership for the way that they have, uh, made a, di- a diverse staff, um, across mm-hmm. their ownership group, across the people that they have hired. Um, diversity has been a clear point of focus for them. And I think they've done a great job. Yeah, they, they absolutely have a, one of the most diverse ownership groups now and also one of the diver- most diverse staffs. And Greg Penner talked about that, and he said, well, we want diversity in, in every respect, from backgrounds to ethnicity uh, to, you know, where people are coming from. Mm-hmm. And and so he, he didn't just point to, you know, we're just looking for one piece of diversity in order to check that box. Yeah. We're, looking, we're looking for diversity everywhere. And then he said, but when it came to Damani, we didn't hire him because of the diversity he brought. We hired him because he was the right person, and, and he stuck out to us. And that's obviously the most important thing. Um, but I also think it's it's important to 
have diverse voices in the room. Of course, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everything from Damani Leach to Kelly Klein, like the Broncos as an organization, I think, you know, from the early Vic Fangio era, which is just like a bunch of old people. Um, now you have like a diverse, there's men, there's women, black, white, like it's just nice to see. And I think it's something that Broncos fans can be proud of. Absolutely. I completely agree. All right. Uh, what else we got to talk about? Well, we got to talk about mile high sliders, which Mm. are delicious. Just amazing. Again, second tailgate in a row and second time that I've just seen so many people walking around the tailgate, just in awe of how good the sliders are. You have got to try these out at the tailgate, but if you want to try them out on your own, uh, they they do catering events, they do uh, events if you want to make your work, you can give them a call at 720-375-3464 to book for any event in the metro area. You can check out their Facebook group as well and ask for Dominic when you give them a call. They have so many delicious ones. The jalapeno popper, Mm -hmm. I mean, what a delicious one. Uh, jalapeno popper <laughs> they have uh the greek with tzatziki sauce feta cajun barbecue and one more time that jalapeno popper oh slider is so good so you got to check them out and make sure to give dominic a call ask about that jalapeno popper slider uh his his number again is 720-375-3464 to get delicious jalapeno poppers. Uh, new take i want to debut i think that sliders are the most perfect um food truck food because <laughs> when you go to a food truck, the the biggest problem is like, oh, I don't have a table to sit down and eat this at. Yeah. They give you those sliders. They come in like a nice little boat. There's no issues. All they put all the sauce and stuff on the slider. You don't have to worry about like squeezing anything. You just boom, uh, got your slider. No, no mess. No nothing. It's perfect. It's one hand. I love it. Yep. Exactly. And it's my size. Get on over to Foco too. Uh, it's a uh, Bronco season. They've got. I've just been looking. There's a whole bunch of new Broncos stuff. There's. I kind of want that hat, the mm. the straw sun hat. And it's crazy that I have to ask. But which straw sun hat <laughs> are you talking about? There's so many straw sun hats. I want the one that like uh, the print from underneath the brim kind of wraps around the brim a little bit. Oh wow! I gotta click to see the brim. Oh yeah, I think this is a women's hat. Maybe we're maybe we're thinking about a different one. I don't. Yeah, I don't like putting hats in boxes like that. Okay, that's fair. Um, but yeah, there's there's straw hats, there's bucket hats, there's like baseball hats, there's winter hats, there's uh, bobbleheads. Hmm. Yes. You know, um, uh, license plates, lamps, Broncos branded Sherpa lined boots. Wow. Yeah, there's everything. They've got like doormats and wall signs and just don't anything get a Broncos you could... doormat. Oh, because you're stepping on it. Mm. Yeah. Are you saying get a Raiders doormat? Chargers. Chargers. Oh, Chargers. Wow, so many different bags. But yeah, get on over to FOCO because if you do, you can get 10% off all non-sale items if you use the code DMVR. That's at FOCO.com or you can just go click the link in the description below this video on YouTube. There we go. Um, someone in the comments said Denver's only won Super Bowls in the away whites, which is true. true Doesn't matter. It? Still had... Uh, Still had navy blue. <laughs> I think they're gonna have. Oh, I see. Yeah, because you what? You don't want them to go to royal blue. Yep. Yep. I love the look. It's a beautiful look. It is. Um, but it has no no tradition in it. Um, also, the Broncos will not win or lose a Super Bowl depending on what uniform they're wearing, despite yes. all the incorrect. superstitious people that is out there. <laughs> Zach nope. is correct. Yep. Mm-hmm. I have facts on my side. What do you have? <laughs> Zach is. Correct. I have 
logic. Mm, logic <laughs> facts over logic. I did have that take about the Nuggets back in the day when when they were in like the tweener phase when they had like the dark blue with the light blue and all that. I was like, you, I just cannot imagine this being like a picture we remember forever fondly. You know, right? But when they put on those black uh skylines i was like that's a i can envision a championship being hoisted in those jerseys that is true it hasn't <laughs> happened it's because they, they took them away, away. <laughs> oh, they took geez, them so away you're it's never happening well if, if they give <sighs> them back okay okay well it's on uh nuggets uniform department yep exactly all right do we have any super chats we need to hit yes we do cannot wait please talk on your mic let's go <laughs> oh oh one more thing really quick about damani leach he uh, ended his press conference with, let's ride. Oh, oh, that's, that's, um, what's the thing when you steal from other people? Plagiarism? Yeah, that's plagiarism. <laughs> Russ is suing him right now? Yep. Right, I forgot what it's called. I've never done it. <laughs> um, uh, one more thing. Yep. He grew up in the Pacific Northwest. You know who his team was? Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks. That's probably rough just putting together like his childhood with like how bad the Seahawks were back then. It's true. Yeah. And then uh, earlier this year he saw Russ leave, but now he gets Russ. Nice. Yep. Mm. That's huge. I did see, um, so like I haven't taken in much joy in watching people fight over the Seattle quarterback competition. Mm. I did take a lot of joy out of someone like wrote on some on like, I think it was Greg Bell. It <laughs> was like, how did we get here, dude? Like, Three months ago, Russell Wilson was our quarterback. What happened? And I was like, ah, that sucks. Oh, man. My favorite was when we were in the press box and we saw that video for the first time and somebody responded and just said, this season's going to be a blast. <laughs> it's like, no, it is not. It is not, buddy. All right, what do we got, Allie? All right. Um, we have Wet Taters mm. saying, Ooh. sending some cyber love love from iowa love you dudes and your content thank you thank you see you week three at the bar and the tailgate let's go heck yeah i love yeah. it thank you wet tater wet yes. tater love it. iowa best corn yep iowa corn. not to be confused with ayahuasca so true wouldn't we say best kern am i picking corn. it up corn. <sighs> no corn corn okay yeah. Well, he doesn't sing it. He just said it. He just and said it. And then they turned it into a song, which is the song of the summer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I will yeah. not be watching that. <laughs> okay. You will be. I will not be watching I'm going to play it right now. You won't be able to run away. <laughs> um, all right. Josh here said, we have got to do something about this creepy head that's been in Zach's crotch for the past two weeks. <laughs> Open your eyes. Peyton. Where is it? Come on, Peyton. <laughs> oh, now it looks like you're pushing the head down. No, I'm not pushing it down. I was giving him a head massage. Oh, Peyton. Uh, I, I, that's Peyton. I mean, do shoot. Josh a favor. Let's move it over a little. Uh, no. I'll go no. even more relaxed with him there. <laughs> All right. Fathead said, I was watching the pod from the other day and was crying, laughing, watching you guys talk about how many Zacks could block <laughs> Boye, who? Boye Mafe. Mafe, let's ride. Hashtag 420. Hashtag let's ride. Maybe with Gino, we can take a couple Zacks off. Oh, mm. wow. You Yeah, you really just have to play like uh, cover 27 hard flat. Yeah, yeah. Cover and 27. <laughs> I'd have to, uh, how many how many Zacks on DK? Oh, God. I feel like I don't you just need a amount. line. Because they, <laughs> they just throw what are they going to do? Stack each other yes. on your shoulders? Yes, there needs to be stacking involved for sure. Wow. 
I don't think there's an amount of Zacks that could stop DK. Or I would just, I'd press him at the line. Oh, you yards. could have enough for Zacks to just stop him. Five yards, yards of Zacks the just packed in. Yeah, I'd probably have to go mini deep. <laughs> oh, just 13 Zacks. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. All right, we're back in. Yeah, yep, we're back. <laughs> uh, all right, our hack says felt great to see Mike Boone flash. Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. It did. Yeah. I, I hope they use him in some role this year. And I think I think you use him when you have two backs on the field. Love to see Booner flashing. Mm, whoa, late yeah. night Booner flashing. Wow. Oh, see boy. again, he did that thing again. <laughs> no, it was late <laughs> night. It was a late night game. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. Uh, honestly, I think he's the shiftiest back they have, and that's got to be worth something. It, he certainly looks like it. Yeah, it's tough to do with Javante there. Uh, he's not shifty in the same way. No, he's just maul you over. Although Mike Boone was putting his shoulder down a couple of times, I like mm-hmm. to see the power too. Yeah, I, I, he's gonna make you miss in just a different way, like the little jump cuts and all that. Right, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. We we saw a lot of uh, whoop whoop yep. in his game yep. for sure. The one, the last one he had was sick. Like it was off on the flat, and he like stiff arm to do juked another dude got out of a tackle it was like geez this looks like a barry sanders highlight seriously Spe- yep. speaking of uh of boomer did you see bill belichick uh greet him today oh um chris berman chris Bur- i'm sorry that's who i meant yes 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 <laughs> oh chris, yeah his nickname chris- is boomer yeah yeah, yeah 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 did you see how no. he oh my gosh did you see it no i've never seen bill belichick be so happy to see a human Wow. It was incredible. That is hilarious. Even just gave him the option to the opportunity to have the first question. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He said it's he said annoying. something like, uh, wow, we're we're blessed with greatness today. And he was being hundred percent serious. He wasn't being like rude or anything. That is yeah. hilarious. <laughs> yeah. It adds up though. Like yeah. who would Bill Belichick really like to see? I bet Chris Ber- Berman's that guy. <laughs> right, just like right. late night ESPN. Yeah. Just highlights. Yeah. I would think like only like old school football coaches. Right. Like, oh, like Bill Cower. Yeah, he's excited right. to see Bill Cower. You right. know, like just, the, I would have never mm. guessed any person whose mm. job was actually started in the media. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> it's very true. Should we hop into the comment section? We have one more oh. super chat here. Colton saying, poor RK and his PTSD with supporting sponsors. <laughs> What? Mainly what about your presenting sponsor, mm-hmm. how you're like, wait, I said, uh, I did it, yeah. I did it, right? Oh, that is <laughs> yeah. true. I was, yeah. I like, I doubted my myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of doubting yourself, watch the Manti Teo doc last night. Have you mm-hmm. seen it yet? I've seen episode one. Yeah, how did you stop? <sighs> I have a really tough time with my fiance making it through <laughs> shows. So we made it through the first one. Maybe tonight's the time we finish it. All right, there you go. It I didn't is, realize uh, there were multiple. It's two one hour. It's two okay, parts only of two. one hour. Two's yeah. manageable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like a new series by Netflix called like Untold. So this is their oh. first. No free advertisement, please. Thank you. <laughs> uh, by a subscription-based kind of <laughs> company. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was really good. I had no idea. I When I saw there was multiple episodes, I saw there were one hour episodes. I had no idea how many there were. But when I sat down and pressed play, I was like, <laughs> it however matter. long it takes, we'll be here. <laughs> That's a dangerous game, especially if you start late night, because there could easily be seven or eight. I think we started at like 8 p.m. Okay. So no matter what, mm-hmm. like, I was finishing. Even wow, if there was eight, I would have finished. Wow. That is impressive. <laughs> wow. <laughs> because if I don't, then I never will. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's like one and done or wow. nothing. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, my fiance shares those similar traits. Yep. Um, it was very frustrating 
just mm-hmm. the, the whole story. Um, and I, I thought that like from a, from a purely entertainment standpoint, they did a good job with it. Um, but they just left out so many important pieces. Well, did it have to do because Manti was a producer on it? So he didn't want those mm. details or do you, are you saying like even details that wouldn't hurt him? No, I thought that I, I just thought the biggest miss and I tweeted this out this morning is that they didn't talk about how, so like they have these two guys who wrote it from Deadspin as characters in the story. And they, they just never talk about how the entire public reaction was their fault. Like they wrote it and I went back and read it. Cause I was like, ah, man, I remember thinking after I read that story, like, wow, this is all Manti. He, he did all of this. Oh and yeah. I was like, maybe I was just wrong about that. So I went back and read it last night and I'm like, no, they're clearly trying to push you in a direction without saying it. Like, like Manti Teo, used the the um, naive media to build up his own like Heisman Trophy story mm. um, so he could get this. And I remember like thinking that, and I talked to a friend this morning, and they were like, so wait, he didn't make her up? Like every, That was like right, the public opinion right, right. was he made her up, and that's all because of the Deadspin story and the way that they wrote it. And the Deadspin guys just get patted on the back the whole time. They're like, yeah, we just wanted to expose ESPN for like telling the story without fact-checking. It's like, no, you wanted to... <laughs> yeah. you wanted to you really wanted the story to lead you to point that Manti Teo made her up and it never did. And you still allowed, cause they even admit they rushed the story. Right. They wanted to push it that way. They never got like the facts to back it up, but they've got quotes in there of being like a friend of a friend said they're 80% sure he's in on it. And it's just like, mm. then everyone believed that no one else really cared about what this, the information that came out afterwards. Cause it was already determined. Like he, this was all him. Yeah. And that's the sad part. And and obviously there there was some he probably should have picked up on some red flags when Absolutely. when he would never meet her, but still I feel so bad for him. Yeah. And I just if it would have been if the story would have broken as if he's a victim of a catfishing thing, it never would have like there wouldn't have been the jokes. Like cuz there's right. like yeah. now you look back and you yeah. see the jokes that were being made and you're like, "Man, that's really mean-spirited now that you think about it. Like yeah. now we know the whole story." Yeah. Those would have never come out if that was the story. No, no, you're you're 100% right. And like he would have gotten, you know, joked on a little yeah. bit because it's embarrassing, but not in the same way. No. I completely agree. So, anyways, that's my Manti Teo rant. Maybe his draft stock doesn't fall either. I don't think it does. Mm-hmm. He's a first-round pick. For sure. Well, then, real bust then. Well, he played seven years. He did. In the NFL, which is kind of crazy. And he also talks about how he had, like, that weighing on his shoulder. Like, that made it things hard. His, yeah, he, he just mentally wasn't there. The big thing was, like, his anxiety. Like, all this, he said, he describes it in there, not to give too many spoilers, but, like, he describes it as, like, after all of that happened... All of a sudden, he started doubting himself. Like yeah. he's like, I, I used to just get on the field and just go, and then all of a sudden, I was out there like, don't screw up, don't miss a tackle, don't do this. Like right. he says, for the first three legs, for first three years in the NFL, his legs were just numb when he was on the field, and he was like, I can't. How do I make this go away? Oh gosh, that's awful. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think that it completely changed his life, yep. and I 100%. fully like. Obviously, the person who did that to him, yeah, is the most at fault. But right there in second place is Deadspin. And they just get let off the hook. Interesting. Well, I'm glad you're crushing them for it. Yeah, thanks. All right. Let's go to the comment section, which I can't access right now. First one coming in from Melbourne Broncos says, My boys, who do you think gets more sacks, Chubb, Gregory, or Browning? I think all three get over 10, but one will stand out. The real stuff is here. Hallelujah. If they get all get over 10, this team AFC is West winning champs. the AFC West. <laughs> this team is uh, in the Number AFC Championship yeah. game. Yep. Did 36 last year, is that right? As a team? I think so. Sounds about right. 
So yeah, okay. if you're going over ten, so Did, that's thirty three from those guys. <laughs> I'd like minimum. to know. Yeah, I'd like to know if any team in the NFL had three double digit sacks. My guess is no. I would guess definitely yeah. not. Yeah. Um. Will any of them have three? Have double digits? Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'll say one. Of, uh. Yeah. Yes. One of them gets it. Baron Browning won't. No. No. It won't be Baron Browning. Chubb or Gregory? Chubb. Eileen Chubb. Okay, I'll go Gregory. Okay. Left or right? Just kidding. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a joke that I could put together in my head and I just wasn't able to. I'm sh- yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of those, just keep going. 12 players have more than 10 sacks last year. And none of them were on the same team. Um, correct. Or at least three of them. There were definitely none with three. So then no, none with two. Not even with any with two. Holy cow. Yeah. That's kind of shocking. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, odds are that's not going to happen. Yep. Okay. Next one uh, coming in from, I just lost it. Uh, coming in from Big Hank Stan says, the cut Melvin Gordon because Mike Boone is better. Twitter narrative is incredible. <laughs> just marvelously. Je- this uh, isn't real. <laughs> <laughs> he says, do people actually study football before exclaiming such pl- proclamations? I suspect not. Stanley Claus. I can imagine one person said this. Like there can't three. be like a group of people that are like pushing this narrative. I feel like it would have come across mine. I saw one person in my mentions suggest it as like a question, not as a statement. Um, but so I mean, we've they? talked about it before. No, we've talked about it before. The Broncos fans don't like Melvin Gordon. Mm-hmm. So anytime they have, like any chance they get to write him off, they're gonna try. And isn't uh, aren't preseason darlings and camp darlings always fans' favorite? No, I'm not saying. Well, no, that's what Mike Boone is up to this point. He is just a camp preseason darling here in Broncos mm-hmm. country. I'm not saying he can't be more, but that's what he is. Yep. Some people love him. And a guy yeah. who's at a Hall of Fame pace when he starts games. <laughs> Twice he started. <laughs> yes. <games. laughs> Big Hank Stan says, it's funny, though. It's, it's funny. Uh, helmet condoms prevent injury. Why don't they always don them? I know, I know. It's the no fun league. Next thing you know, guys will be wearing baskets of fruit on their heads and dancing the can-can. <laughs> also, true. Hank... If the stupid Packers stupid put uh, Samuri Torre? Samuri Torre, yeah. Yeah, okay, close enough. On their stupid practice squad, like the idiots that they are, should the Broncos swipe him? Love the Hank stick. Absolutely. Who is this? He he was a receiver at Montana. He's the one who broke Randy Moss's playoff game receiving record. Okay. Um, Then he transferred to Nebraska last year and tore up the Big Ten, and then now he's with the Packers. He's been incredible, but they've got a bunch of guys right there. Can so anyone that it. goes like four and eight tear up the Big Ten? <laughs> That's the thing is they still suck. I don't know if you've heard about those close games. Yes, That's, it's been so frustrating. Because then Montana had the best punter in the FCS last year. He won like the award whoever. Now he's at Nebraska. Oh, yeah. He looks pretty good in that game. He did. Montana took two Nebraska defensive linemen. Um, and wow, one of them. Funnel. Yeah. One of them they're flipping to tackle. And everybody up in Missoula, like the coaching staff has just been laughing, saying like these idiots coaching Nebraska, they have no idea what they're doing. I don't know why they tried to play this guy as a defensive lineman. This is an actual awesome left tackle. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, (laughs) we're talking about the same people who turned away Joe Burrow. So, <laughs> yes, there you go. Joe yes. Burrow couldn't go to his dream school because of Scott Frost. Wild. His dream school was Nebraska. And his brother played for Nebraska. 
Wow. Wow. They get everything coming their that way, don't terrible. they? Uh, Howie Boot My Boomer says, how long till the Chiefs sign the recently released due, or released due to allegations Matt Areza? Or will the Browns oh. claim him first? How many Zach Stevens would it take to bring down King Kong? <laughs> how, how big is King Kong here? Uh, oh, I mean, he's coming around the Empire State Building. Like three, I think he's on top of the Empire State Building. Yeah. So I'm guessing like four stories. I don't even know. 10,000? Yeah, probably something <laughs> massive because I just imagine just getting kicked in the face like when you try to get close to him. I mean, as I famously say every time I'm on hole number 11 at City Park Golf Course, we don't know what, what even one gorilla's strength is. A normal-sized gorilla. So explain why this comes really to you at hole number 11. Every hole number 11 time. at City Park Golf Course borders the zoo. Oh. And also, last time I was playing, just saw an orangutan in a tree. And I was like, wow. Outside that? of the zoo? No, inside oh, of the okay, zoo. But okay. like, you just look over yeah. and you're like, oh, there's an orangutan <laughs> on the golf course in Denver. Enjoying um, your uh, golf game. Yes. But I always just say on hole 11, like, just so you guys know, gorilla enclosures are just a guess of what would stop a gorilla from oh, getting out. Oh, that's so a good point. Anytime, a gorilla could just come <laughs> screaming across this golf course. So let me guess, you don't go to zoos then? Uh, no, I do go to, I enjoy a zoo. I haven't been since I was like eight, but I remember okay. liking it. We gotta go. We got, uh, we need I know to, you've been to a zoo. I love the zoo. Also, the zoo most is probably recently, the closest like attraction to where we are right now. Yeah. Yep. It's a good one too. Yeah. It's yeah. a really solid zoo. But the Watch most, out for gorillas though. Most recent King Kong, 336 feet tall. He's been oh, like down to like 148. So taller than a football field. Yeah. Oh, oh. Again, 10, we don't right. even know normal size gorilla strengths. Do we <laughs> estimate that they could bench press 5,000 pounds? Um, Is that real? Yes. Wow. That's our best estimate. Wow. Um, so one that's like the size of 50, no, more than that, like yeah, 500 probably. gorillas? Probably. There's no amount. Uh, no amount. There has to be an amount. <laughs> There's no amount. I think you're right with Not 10, without weapons. <laughs> uh. See, because at some point, you could take just out like thousands with one swipe. Then get millions. That's true. Yeah. Maybe millions then. What are they doing? Biting his leg? Yeah. No, you gotta climb. They they <laughs> yeah, all just yeah, kinda yeah. climb over yeah. each other trying to get up high. It turns into this like, like big glob. Then he just starts doing barrel rolls on the ground and they just die. But then you eventually get one of them into his eye and then he I can't just don't think you ever get to the eye. You get in the nose. Yeah, I mean, you gotta around. go in through the nose into the brain. Yeah, exactly. Oh. But you're saying you can never even get there. No. So then you gotta start with the lowest hold of the ground. <laughs> that's not how that works i don't even think that's connected yeah. you could clog some stuff up oh god <laughs> if we're trying to be sensible about this think it think it through fair enough fair enough all right next one from sd bronco 93 my boys i hope you're all doing well just wanted to comment in response to an older comment by bronco and sf now bronco and sd sorry if i messed up your username but you did ask if there were any broncos bars in san diego and yes there is Let's i usually go. go to guava beach bar and grill in mission beach i wish we could have our own branch of dnvr in san diego but we don't have any teams here lmao the vibes definitely have not been the same since the last super bowl season but really hoping that turns around anyways still waiting for this london info to drop what's going on yeah what's going on so many yeah, things. What's going on? So many things. <laughs> We're trying to focus first on the We're trying bar. Trying to get a bar. Get the bar open, open We're trying and to after get that. Tailgates ready. We're mm. trying to get a lot of stuff going. Passport? Uh yes. No way. You Passport did it? on its way. 
Wow. wow. In the process of being on the tour. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> well, that's right. progress. Yeah, that Proud is. of you. Proud wow, of you. Wow, the trip's actually going to happen then. Yeah, there we go. The trip is going to happen. <laughs> um, I tried to bet Brandon Spano about this, but he was too scared. About you getting your passport? He was like, you don't have a passport yet? I'm like, no. He's like, 0% chance you're going to London. I will say. I was say, like, bet me a paycheck on that. I will say Marissa says she put her passport in, in or password, passport in in May. Um, and she still hasn't gotten anything. Oh my gosh. Probably not expedited. Yeah, it didn't get expedited. Yeah. You that did sucks. the expedition? Of course. Same nice. day, or same day shipping as well. Mm, I did smart. everything we yeah. needed. I did the expedited ex- so you don't get extradited. That's, <laughs> the, that's the phrase. I got mine expedited this summer, six weeks. Six weeks on the dot? Yep. Word, then I'm chilling. There we go. Yep. You're, you're all good. Yep. Melbourne Bronco says, my boys, one quick hello to Super Chat Greg. Just one donation per pod, please. The boys get distracted and forget <laughs> about us paying members. Are we sure it's not Greg Penner? Could Whoa. be. Someone that would have that type of cash. Penning over checks to us over and over again. And, and super quick, Melbourne Bronco, you may be referring to us not reading comments on postgame. Uh, and we will not do that this season. That That's one thing that we don't do. We just want to be able to focus on the game, especially when the mm-hmm. games mean something. Uh, so just don't leave your comments on the Friday game pod. Yeah, on the or Friday the Thursday or Thursday pod. pod before a game. Yep. And we'll get to them all on Monday. We will. From the, from the ones that are on the postgame pod. show. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Next one coming in from C Dutz 1285. My boys, thank God the preseason is over. Meaningless football is still way better than no football, but I'm going stir crazy, waiting to see Russ and the Broncos kick the living bleep out of the Seahawks for fantasy football purposes. In a PPR league, would you guys take Cortland or Judy? And what are your early score predictions for week one with the spread continuing to rise? Any good Broncos related team names for fantasy football? Currently, my squad is named rusties lol can't wait to make it out to dnvr in the tailgate for the niners game sunday night i know it'll be electric and ain't scared of a bar as always go broncos and go dnvr i ain't scared of a bar either (laughs) (laughs) uh he also sent me a screenshot of uh a a same game parlay he made last year check this out cooper cup anytime touchdown score debo samuel anytime touchdown score george kittle Anytime touchdown score, Cooper Cup to score two touchdowns, <laughs> Matt Stafford over 277 and a half yards, Cam Akers 40 plus rushing yards, Debo Samuel 25 plus uh, rushing yards, George Kittle 25 plus receiving yards, Odell Beckham 70 plus receiving yards, $45 bet for 10000 Oh my gosh. Wow. So he's, he may be using those winnings to come to the bar. Yep. Amen. Wow, that's my, how many? Not was scared that 10 of a parlay legs? either. Yeah, seriously, that's for sure. Yeah, that's. I don't. It doesn't say on here how many legs it is, but it's a lot. Okay, Cortland or Judy? PPR. Judy. That's what I'd go with too. Yeah, for the upside. There you go. We're taking Judy. Next one coming in from Big Hank Stan. Nope, we already read that one. That last one from Nash Bronco says, I liked a few things about Saturday's game. One, maximum effort from every player. I felt in years past that this was not always the case and did not see this from the Vikings. Two, the bounce back from a loss. I promise I'm not making too much of this, but it was cool to clearly see points of emphasis reflected in both the game plan and execution. Three, Hackett's locker room speech talking about appreciating each player and calling on the players to love on each other. I can't get enough of how this guy leads. As for the Numbies discussion, I believe the spelling I've left here should suffice. It's N-U-M-B-E-E-Z. That's what I've been leaning towards lately. 
Mm, so you're listening to the people. Yep. Okay. Yep. I, I appreciate that. He says, I know Zach is big time and deserves all the professional respect that comes with the the honorific. So I will refrain from using this nickname often, but I will do my best to quietly maintain it in the background. Yeah. It's like once there's no press passes in here, right? Like you're, you're just one of the boys now. Like exactly. you're, you're not a professional once you exactly. sit down in these chairs. Yeah, I, just... even, I even unbuttoned an extra button. Yeah, there the we go. Today. There yeah. we go. Looking good. Thank you. I like you. those colors. Um, yeah. So. Good job, Numbies. Thank yep. you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> there was one, you had a, a, one that went pretty big this weekend. I can't remember which one it was. Yeah, me neither. But I meant I like to quote you. I can't remember. Yeah, I mean, you're just <laughs> so many Numbies. Um, all right. I think that wraps it up for us. We are two weeks and two hours away <sighs> from the start from right now. of the Broncos season. And the great thing is we're like 11 days away from the start of the NFL season. Now, obviously, yeah. we all won Monday night. When Thursday night rolls around, we get that first game. That's going to be great. What's amazing is like Friday rolls around, right? Golf tournament in the morning. That gets you all the way to the pretty much to the Buffs game or at least the Buffs pregame, which is the best part anyway. Um, th- then it's just like that game happens. Saturday, you've got a full slate of college football. Yep. Sunday, we've got our fantasy draft for the Madden League. Yep. Then you're already to Monday. Yep. Then you're only a couple ways away yep. from Thursday. And <laughs> yeah. Thursday comes. Then there's Thursday night football, Friday college, yeah. Saturday college, yeah. Sunday NFL, All and then NFL. the Browns. Like, I can't yeah. freaking wait. We're essentially just like a matter of hours away from like entering the shoot. That yep. just like yep. sends us yep. and we just never look back. Oh, it's going to be amazing. Then 18, 20, 23 weeks of football. <sighs> I can't wait. All right. Hit us with a thumbs up on your way out on YouTube. Keep leaving us those iTunes reviews. We always appreciate those. And we will catch you tomorrow on the DNVR Broncos podcast.